Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast from Wales Online. Right, hello, welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast by Wales Online. I'm Ben James, joined by Delmi Parfit uh, in the Wales Online office after quite a exciting, dramatic opening game of the Six Nations. Wales coming from 16-0 down at half-time in Paris to beat France, uh, 24-19. Dale, that was, that was quite something, wasn't it? It was. Uh, at half-time, I couldn't see a way back for Wales because I just thought it was going to be one of those nights. They were that poor in the first half. There were mistakes in almost every department, apart from the scrum, which went quite well against a big French pack. Um, a number of errors and handling mistakes you know, it's, it seemed like Wayne Barnes was forever playing a French advantage for a, a Welsh knock-on in, in, in that first 40 minutes um, so yeah I, I think ironically though Ben I think um, I think the second half yes Wales were vastly improved but I don't think it was down to anything remarkable that they produced I think it was sort of 50% that and 50% just the most terrible uh, um, uh, collapse by the French um, you know really really bad collapse yeah. um, and I think you know okay Wales capitalised and, and, and great but they won't get an opponent fold like that um, very often yeah. it's funny isn't it everyone, everyone always uses that sort of old cliche you don't know which French team is going to turn up but even the most ardent user of that cliche wouldn't have seen that coming at half time. Such a sort of contrast. I think. I think you, you said you know Wales didn't do anything special in that second half, did they? But I think when they did, they just, they just tightened up the errors and they cut the errors out. And they realised. And Alan Jones has said just sort of now in the press conference afterwards, we realised we were better without the ball. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think it was. To me, it looked. It was. A, it was a really good observation. I think, and a true observation that Gatlin made afterwards. He said, um, "You know, Fr- France are at a different stage of of, of their development than, than Wales. Wales are on a, a nine match, or were on a nine match winning run. Um, there's no doubt that when teams are on those types of runs, everything starts seems to fall for them, and they've got that inner core of belief, and and also." You know, the other side of the coin was was that France are sort of, as a team, are a little bit of a, a new feel about them. Um, some new players, and, and as you said before, kick off an inexperienced bench, and and they're just the same. When you when you're like that, and we've seen it with Wales sides in the past, a, a lot of things sometimes tend to go against you. Um, and I just think we we just saw that that pendulum tonight of. Um, you know how, how many how many times have of say Wales put themselves in a great place against maybe one of the Southern Hemisphere teams, and, and because that Southern Hemisphere team is so used to winning and worse, so used to beating Wales, they find a way to come through, and and it was almost that in reverse tonight. Um, I think Wales found a way, um, but at the same time, that um, I'm thinking of that. Mistake on his own try line by Huge. Yeah, um, that was astonishing, really. Um, yeah. It's massive, isn't it? But we're seeing in the office that it's not the first try that George North has scored similar to that. I think he scored one against France, very similar, a couple of years ago. Uh, had one in the autumn against Australia. I think it was twenty fourteen. It's just mm. a case of. Mm. 
that's that's what this Wales team does under Warren Gatland. You know, George North is there in midfield. He's, he's chasing a, quite frankly, sort of just a hopeless sort of kick in many ways. You know, there's there's not, there's not really much sort of hope that there's any attacking uh, possibility going to come from it. They, they had the penalty advantage, so Parks mm. has just sort of dabbed it through, hoping for the best. And Wales chase it, don't mm. give up, and that's what you get. Listen, in in football. The best strikers, they gamble. They, they, they'll they see the winger make a break out wide and it might mean they've got to run 40 metres to get in the box. They may not get the ball, but they gamble and and more often than not, the ball will come in and, and they'll put it in the net. North was the same tonight, I think. He's got that predatory instinct and, and even though his two tries tonight fell into his lap, You've got to give him credit for gambling, and he gambled on the the Hugo mistake, and he and he got his reward, and he gambled even more, I think, on the on that interception, particularly when he was at fault for coming inside um, defensively for Hugo's try. Yeah. You know, a lesser individual might have gone into his shell and and sort of not had the confidence to even go for that interception because he's out the game it's if he bit, did. It's a big read, isn't it? If he misses it. But he's had, he's had, and you know, Ben, that's experience. You know, he's played in the biggest games on the biggest, you know, stages, and that's experience for you. And, and, and I have to say, that's sort of mental resilience as well. He's still, he's still backed himself, despite the fact that I wouldn't mind betting that in that dressing room at half time, as, I mean, you know, Gatland, Gatland. <laughs> after the game. <laughs> he said, "Oh, what do you, what do you?" Th-? He was asked, "What do you think of this man's performance?" He said, "Oh, well, he did all right, but he made the mistake in the, in defence, and you know, you can be sure that was made made crystal to him in the changing room at half time. But he came good, and he, he atoned for it. And you know, as I say, I'll use that football analogy again. Uh, the best strikers they'll miss four chances and stick the, the fifth one in, and That's the thing, you know, yeah. and people say it. people say it's being in the right place at the right time, absolutely, but it's not, is it? It's being in the right place." Every time, mm, and then yeah, when you get the ball, yeah. it becomes the right time. That's that's as simple as it. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. Tell you what, let's move on to the halfbacks. Um, a tough night, wasn't it, for, for Thomas Williams and Gareth Anscombe? Uh, certainly the first half, but you felt that they probably there was a you know they only they only played twelve minutes the second half, but they probably mm. they rode that out fairly well, considering that it it wasn't such an easy first mm, half for them, was mm. it? I felt for Thomas Williams because it was a big night for him and he was playing in a side that were just at sixes and sevens and and because of that he was made to look scruffy at times I mean he got one attempted offload from the base of a ruck in the first half sort of dabbed down and, and I think Wales lost possession then and he must have thought you know come on boys make this a bit easier for me you know the difference he was just on the back foot constantly in that first half and not and I was pleased he got that try because at least he can take that away from it um but I thought Gareth Davis brought some good energy when he came on um and and bigger you know again this is starting to sound like a bit of a cliche but bigger offered that steadying um influence um Anscombe bad night for him um, I think he was poor in the in the first half. Um, a lot of what he tried, he didn't kick that well as well as he can from hand. Nothing he tried seemed seemed really to come off. He put in a, a, a bit of an apologetic tackle attempt on yeah. Pekamol, but when when Pekamol scored his try, and um, it just 
it just makes you wonder what Gatlin will do selection wise for Rome. You know, he said Anscombe's the confidence selection. He didn't want to diminish his confidence um, by leaving him out of this game. Um, so you wonder, will he will he actually say, do you know what? I'm going to give you another chance um, in Rome. I'm not going to drop you after one poor display, or will he be ruthless and and put Dan Bigger back in? I don't know. What would you do? I, I, you know. it's, it's an interesting one because it depends how we see Rome playing out. Because there's an argument that maybe for Rome you'd start Dan Bigger because <coughs> the Italian. You know, we, we always we always tend to take a while to break the Italians down in Rome. Start with Dan Bigger, you know, just play the percentages for a bit, and then when the you know when it inevitably the, the dam does sort of burst, bring Anscombe on and, and, and hopefully run Riot, but. I suppose, I suppose you know, we, we're trying to find out if Gareth Anscombe can be this fly half who can start games and and, and basically, you know, be Wales's first choice. So I, I think you've probably got to stick with him. And you know, Thomas it, Williams. It's, it's, it's Italy, isn't it? So I don't think we, I don't think there's much, much harm in starting Gareth Anscombe and and, and, and and taking that risk. You know, it's not it's not quite like sort of when, when we started Patchell against mm. England. Or to be fair, that was on the back of a brilliant performance, but. There's no, there's no there's no real risk in starting Gareth Anscombe next week. Uh, Thomas Williams, I, I'd, I'd be inclined to start him again. I, you know, I think um, give him a chance yeah, to show what he can do when be, Wales be, are behind, behind yeah, on, on, you know, more on the front. If, he, if he's behind the good pack, um, he, he finished strongly, didn't he? You know, it was it was sort of his. Um, Sort of rushing out of the line against Camille Lopez and then managing to just sort of force the knock on. Uh, I think that was a couple of minutes into the second half. That really set the tone that okay, Wales Wales have found a bit of urgency here. They're not going to go down sort of without a fight. So I, I'd be inclined to stick with the, with them too and just sort well, of I, I, give, I perhaps, give them another chance. I perhaps would. I, I, I Thomas Williams, I would be inclined to stick with because I I don't think you can say to a youngster, "Here's your big chance," but You've got to play out of your skin to keep your yeah. place. You know he wasn't by any means poor. He just, like I said, I think he suffered because of the collective performance. Um, so you know, I'd like to. I, I think I think it would be a, a a psychological blow for him if he was dropped straight away. So, um, given what he said this week on other selection issues. To be honest, I'd be quite surprised if Gatlin didn't stick with him. We we know what Gareth Davis can do as mm. well, and if you think yeah. after after Rome, if we win in Rome, you suddenly then got it's it's England mm. next in Cardiff, which you know three games in that's a massive game if, if Wales harbour in hopes of winning a, a title in a Grand Slam. We know what Gareth Davis can do, but if if we if we're sort of Back in Thomas Williams to maybe start that match, which you know could happen off the back of only fifty-two minutes against France, where forty of them he was on the back foot. Mm. That's, a, that's a tough ask. Mm. It is, yeah. We'll see how he's thinking, you know, in due course. I just, I'm, I mean, I'm glad, you know, it, it was a typically typical Wales, you know, sluggish opening to a tournament, but I think it'll work in their favour that they felt okay. For it. It, it seems absurd to say. Uh, France, you know, this about France in Paris because we you know that's that's never easy. But I think um, it'll it'll work in Wales's favour that they've got arguably 
what were the two most straightforward fixtures first because we know how they grow into tournaments we know that they're a side that relies on momentum um, you know I think if they if they had say Ireland in the first game yeah, and, and lost it's all of a sudden it's a different tournament um, we were saying at half time what we were saying mm-hmm. you know 16-0 down you, mm-hmm. suddenly from everyone going into this sort of with a, with a quiet optimism that mm-hmm. you know Wales are certainly more than dark horses we were thinking this could be a very long sort of six mm-hmm. or seven weeks couldn't mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. I <coughs> and I and I did think that at half time you know I, I heard something Sam Warburton said in the post match he said you know I was sitting here and even I and you know Sam is he's a, he's a, he's a really good pundit but he's you know, he is obviously pro Wales. Um, you know, and and he admitted that even he, you know, was very very doubtful about whether they they could turn that turn that deficit around. Um, so there you are. Um, no, no, no team has ever come back from no. sixteen 0 down in the, and, in the Six you know, Nations. And you know what I love, and I'm speaking purely as a Welshman here. I love it when Wales win on a Friday night, and then. We can watch and relax and watch the other oh. games the following day it's, uh, um, and just enjoy them. It's know bliss, it, isn't it? Yeah, knowing uh, that Wales uh, are right in the mix, you know, for for the honours. So, um, and the best thing is, it's Ireland, England tomorrow. Yes, and yeah. so one of them mm. presumably is already going to mm. be sort of no Grand Slam at, on the, at, a, at a handicap yeah, against no, us, isn't it? You know, no, no triple crown. Yes. Look forward yeah. To in there. yeah, get the feet up. <laughs> we'll try to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still be working. <laughs> so, yeah, um, where else is there to touch on? Um, I just wonder. I tell you, I, I just wonder if there'll be changes up front. Um, I'm, you know, I, I just wonder whether Thomas Young might come into the reckoning. Gatlin said he'll get his chance. Yeah, he will. Um, Italy would make yes sense. Yeah, so I'm wondering whether there'll be a squad place for him. I don't, don't. I'm not sure there'll be a starting place. Um, I'm just trying to think of people who, who maybe by that first half performance may have made themselves vulnerable. Um, you know, I, I, I still, I still don't think Hadley Parks is the player he's he not, was, but right. I don't think Gatlin will split that centre partnership up. Um, you know. Um, I think you know. There's no doubt. Liam Williams will keep 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 it full back. Josh Adams and North will keep the wing berths. Um, half backs we've discussed. There's a there's a doubt over. Um, I think he wants to he wants to give sort of the players. So Garland's taking a 31 man squad mm. over to France because um, they're staying out in Nice uh, this next week ahead of the Italy match. So it's going to be a 31 man squad uh, training throughout this time. So of the what's that eight players not involved tonight? He what ideally he said afterwards that he'd like to get all eight of them involved next week. Mm. Um, we don't know who those eight are. Um, I'm sure that'll become apparent in the next couple of days. But you'd imagine then that there could be a fair few changes mm. or, or some. Um, that said, after winning tonight, there's no way you'll want to risk a banana skin in Rome, and 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 he's had his fingers burnt on that in the past. Um, I remember in, in 2009 he put a, a so-called second string out and I think it was Wales scraped it by 2015 or something like that. It was that. close, yeah. Um, 
you know, so he'll he'll want to make doubly sure of the win. I don't. I'm not sure if there'll be wholesale changes. Um, well, what we what we saw in the autumn, which I think is I think is a result of this winning run, is um, he made so many changes against Tonga, and and sort of that Tonga game looked like it was going to sort of regress into these typical Wales autumn games where it all just gets a bit dross. We get sucked into a mm. sort of second tier match and end up scraping home by three points. We ended up putting seventy points on them. I think it's Gatlin knows now he can make changes in this team, and it's all he's got to do is sort of you know point to the results page and say, look, we we won ten in a row. The the boys who have worn your jersey in the past, you know, they've got credit in the bank. They mm-hmm. they've won in this jersey. Now it's up to you to perform. Mm-hmm. That's that's why you know the Wales number seven jersey seems mm-hmm. to get a man of the match every time they step on the field because. There's so much sort of competition from the the last game and whoever last wore their jersey. Mm. That's what Wales are building at the minute. It's just it's, it's depth, and that mm. that that helps just to produce consistency in in, in the performances. Sure, sure. Sign of a good side is uh, not at their best, but still win. I think that's as good a place as anywhere to finish it, isn't it? Right. So for all the latest uh, throughout the week uh, after. A remarkable opening night to the Six Nations. Our man Matthew Southcombe is over in Nice this week, so we'll surely get something from him. Poor thing. Oh, I know. It's dreadful, mm. isn't it? Oh. We'll, we'll be here in Cardiff. Um, in the yeah. he'll, have, he'll have something from Nice, I'm sure. We'll have all the latest uh, from our end. So for all the latest on the Six Nations, you can catch it all on Wales Online.